The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find you were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about higher education's take on SEO. Joining us is Brian Piper, who is the Director of Content Strategy and Assessment at the University of Rochester, which is a private research university in Rochester, New York, with a medical center, a music school, business school, laser lab, and it's also the seventh largest employer in the state of New York. So far this week, Brian and I have talked about higher education's SEO and content strategies, and yesterday we talked about breaking down silos within SEOs for large organizations. Today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about tracking the impact of SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Brian Piper, the Director of Content Strategy and Assessment at the University of Rochester. Brian, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you. Great to be back. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm excited to talk a little bit about how things are actually working for you. I've made the joke that we're going for a promotion once you were able to figure out how to drive incremental SEO results at the University of Rochester. You can go from one school to the next to the next. All of a sudden, you guys are leading the world in everything related to medicine, business, laser labs, God knows what else you're doing. That makes you the czar of SEO and an incredibly important person and an organization as large as the University of Rochester. You can send me a check later. 
I think one of the key things for us to nail that promotion for you and get that title of czar of SEO at U of R is figuring out how to track the impact that you're driving. So talk to me a little bit about how you think about SEO and how you're attaching the value to the work that you're doing. Yeah, so obviously, if you're looking to track your impact from SEO, you're going to look at Google Analytics. You're going to look at your organic traffic to see how much you've increased that. So every time we optimize a story, every time we publish a story that is strategically important that we have worked on optimizing, we make sure that we add an annotation in Google Analytics. And then we add that to our Data Studio dashboard. We have a lot of dashboards that we use across the institution. And those are all used by the editors for the different news centers, the deans across the different colleges. How much they look at those is always up for debate. But I know that I go in and I look at them all the time. All right. So you're, you're looking at the basic foundation. You're looking at Google Analytics and saying, am I getting traffic? But part of this is understanding what strategy you need to implement and is it working? So beyond just the like, well, you're getting more traffic, so it must be because of SEO. What are some of the deeper dives that you're doing to understand if the strategies you're implementing are the right ones and if they're effective? Yeah, so we're tracking our individual strategies according to the different initiatives that we're trying to support with them. So, for example, looking to build our brand awareness as a tier one research institute. So when we're looking at that, we're looking at organic traffic to research stories. So we have our stories tagged. We have our uh, social posts tagged so that we can pull all of this data into uh, Data Studio or Tableau. And we can look month over month at the performance of organic traffic to our research-focused stories. So we can see that as we do more optimization, as we spend more time focused on promoting our research content, we can see that our research organic numbers are, are improving. And we also look at our SERPs to see how many new keywords we're ranking for. So since I started, we're up about 350% on organic traffic for our new center for strategically focused content. And we're up about 400% in the keywords that we're, you know, the strategically focused keywords that we're ranking for that we want to track the positions on for those. Sound like astronomic growth numbers. Are you benchmarking? Are there specific goals or targets that you're trying to reach or you're just hoping for growth and turns out it's working? Well, when we started this whole project, when we kind of launched the SEO initiative, we were just looking to improve our organic traffic from, it was around 40% mark. We were looking to get it up to at least the 50% mark. So we're currently at about 75% of our organic, of our traffic is from organic. So now we're just looking to uh, you know, try to increase at least 10 to 20% every year. That's kind of the benchmark we set. And then every year we kind of blow that out of the water and we've gotten around 80% every year. I think our, our lowest year of organic improvement was about 75%. And our best year was the first year, obviously, at about 150%. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. 
Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So how much do you think about tracking across the multiple different silos within your organization? You've got a business school and a music school and a medical center. Are you thinking about specific KPIs or growth goals for each individual one of them? Are you looking always looking broadly across the entire portfolio? So when I work with the individual schools, obviously, we're just looking at different ways to improve and measure their specific KPIs and their meet their particular goals. We've been very lucky that all the schools are very open to sharing their analytics access with me because some of them don't use their analytics very much. So they're glad that somebody is using their analytics and I'll put together <laughs> dashboards for them and send them those. I'm going to guess that's the music school. Actually, you'd be surprised. Even the business school doesn't spend as much time looking at their analytics as you would think. Uh, they, they all do an excellent job. They all put out excellent content. They're fantastic uh, schools, highly ranked schools. But everybody has but they're busy. other jobs. <laughs> yeah. But actually, one of the, the best things to happen recently was the Google announcing that they would no longer be pushing data into Google Analytics 3 starting next July. So now everyone is trying to figure out, well, how do we switch over to Google Analytics 4? How do we migrate? What does that do to our dashboards? They know they want to track their metrics. They know it's important to track their metrics. So now they're looking to me, since they knew that I was the, the SEO and the analytics guy, to try to figure out what's the best way to set this up. So now we have an opportunity. And I'm also in a higher education website association that is a bunch of different schools across the world, really, that all come together and share best practices. We have conferences. And so there's all sorts of discussion going on in that group as well, as far as best ways to set up Google Analytics for so that you can really do some in-depth, far-reaching tracking. And University of Arizona is doing some really incredible things. And they're kind of the use case that we're looking at where they have an institutional analytics account. Each one of the schools gets to keep their own account so that they can just go look and set up their you know, conversions the way that they want them set up. But they're going to also include an institutional layer so that at the top level, we can look at traffic that's being passed between domains. and We can really figure out how much conversion is coming from, like, let's say we put out a story on the news center and then someone goes to the medical school and then they find out about this innovation that's happening at the business school and they go there and then they apply 
And now we can track that all the way back to where they initially came into the website. And University of Arizona even connects it to their CRM data. So once you filled out that form, now they know your journey through the site. So it's incredibly useful from a personalization and from an understanding your user journey perspective. So Brian, I guess one of the big questions I have for you, it makes sense that you're able to take a top-down look across a university-wide analytics, or at least that's the goal, to be able to look broadly. Talk to me about figuring out what you should be creating, right? There's always the idea of I've got analytics, people are creating content constantly. What do you think has an opportunity and how are you using your analytics to figure out how to feed into your content strategy? It's an excellent question. And a lot of it is looking at uh, trending data. You know, we look at trends, we look at answer the public that will give you ideas of what people are actually searching on, what they're typing into the search engines. And of course, Google itself is a great resource for that because you can just start typing in the search field and it will auto-complete and show you what people are searching on. You type in your answer, you get all the people also ask questions in there. So lots of different ways to figure out what questions people are asking around your particular topic areas. And of course, there's keyword research you can do within different search tools, super useful. And a lot of times what we'll do is we'll look back at existing content that we have, content that is kind of consistently showing organic traffic. We'll do a lot of content audits where we'll try to find content that's been performing well for five or six months. Usually you see that sharp increase in content performance when it first comes out and you're doing all the initial promotion out of it. But then after a month or so, a lot of times it'll just fizzle off to nothing. So if we see that there's organic traffic being driven to individual pieces of content, especially if they're tied to a strategically important area, we'll look at those, we'll figure out what keywords that content is ranking for, we'll optimize that piece of content for those keywords, and then we'll look for opportunities to create other supporting pieces of content, explainer pieces. Sometimes if we have pillar pages already existing for those strategic areas, we'll make sure that we're linking all of that. Or sometimes we're going to create new pillar pages for that particular topic area. It's one thing that's got to be really challenging with such a broad area of focus. You're a university, you're basically covering every possible subject. So figuring out what people are interested in seems like an incredible challenge. I'm sure that you're using some, some templates and understanding what's worked before and, and doing some pattern matching. But for other companies or organizations that have a broad focus like yours, any last tips on finding that one clump of gold in the rest of the rock that you're digging through? I think it's really looking at the most strategically important area. And we kind of started off focusing just on research as a goal, as a research university, and figuring out ways that we could kind of improve all of our research content across our landscape. Now that we've kind of got all that working, we've got our content creators understanding that. Now we're moving on to other areas. Now our laser lab, our data science. So we're kind of tackling those one at a time, very methodically. And it's a process. We're two more schools away from Brian being the czar of SEO at the University of Rochester. 
Mr. Zar, thank you for coming on the podcast and for telling us a little bit about your work. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Brian Piper, the Director of Content Strategy and Assessment at the University of Rochester for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Brian, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Brian W. Piper, B-R-I-A-N-W-P-I-P-E-R. Or you can visit his school's website, which is rochester.edu or his personal website, which is brianwpiper.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content, content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 